Nothing. What's going on? I mean, besides this crappy week in sports, we that's had. not the word I wanted. To use. I'm literally like I was searching for what word to use. <laughs> I mean, it was sort of crappy and sort of not. It was. We'll call it ishy. It was ishy. Ishy. It was ishy week in sports because uh, because we we had some good things and we had some not so good things. There were lots of not so good news. things. Yeah, there were lots of not so good. The, the not so good. I feel like kind of outweighed the good. It kind of outweighed the good, I guess, yeah. Because there was more of the not-so-good. There was more of it. Um, but the good was good. I mean, when the good is good, it's going good. So, just to kind of paint the picture, because um, I did put out the picture earlier this evening of Ed sitting in his computer, I'm at my computer, what have you. Um, I, I kind of like doing Thursday nights, because football's on. So oh, yeah, the football game is on. Right now we are watching... Miami and the Texans. I don't know. Just something about Texas. The Texans. Oh, yeah. There's something about <laughs> Texas, man. It's something about that Texas. Texas forever. Street. Texas forever. Yo, everybody. Listen up. Let's do it. Let's touch God this time, boys. Let's touch God. If the Texans would have, would have uh, drafted Matt Saracen, they'd be a, they'd be a lot better team. I mean, all right. It's true. He was a fictional character, but... Mm, not so much. I don't even know what college he went to. Um, he didn't. He went to Chicago to go to art school. Wah. And he became a... That was where he dated attendant. Coach's daughter, wasn't it? He co- dated Coach's daughter all through high school. Uh, Come on, man. A long get time. with it. I haven't watched it Go back and time. watch the series again. All right. Enough about Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Let's talk about FCC. so random do you believe in ryan geist everything else is like fire and i don't know why he does that i believe in everything (laughs) i believe in soccer doesn't christian morline who was the one that had the the blood orange that oh christian morline yeah Yeah. aren't they the official beer or is it ryan geist now i don't don't think the mayor knows (laughs) so anyway cranley you need to get your stuff together we wanted to start with the good so fcc Won the first game of the uh, USL Cup playoffs. Um, they did play Nashville again, and they did have another draw in regulation again. Um, ended That's up being one-one uh, until FCC blocked a penalty kick and scored the sixth uh, penalty kick for FCC. And uh, yeah, I mean. Here you go. Round six of penalties. Walker has been with FC Cincinnati since day number one. The Cleveland native steps to the ball and scores it. Kenny Walker, FC Cincinnati, 
for the first time ever, has a playoff win. Fire. It's a pretty good announcer. So, like I said, um, 6-5 on penalty kicks. Uh, Corbin Bone, he scored in the 95th minute, and Nashville went on to answer just several minutes later, um, right before regulation ended. So they thought they had it. Um, wasn't to be. So in penalty kicks, um, we had goals by uh, Fernando Addy, um, which, by the way, did you see the sign in the Bailey? Yes, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Naughty, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I Adi, stole Adi. my idea. Our idea. Um, <clears throat> Jimmy McLaughlin also scored. Blake Smith scored. Uh, Justin Hoyt scored. Forrest Lasso scored. More on him in a second. And um, Kenny Walker did have the final goal. Hey, we're uh, five minutes to 30 seconds into the show. We already have a punctuation pardon. Oh. Yeah. He didn't block a goal. He overshot it. All right. So well, Thanks, Greg. We were clearly diligently watching. Hey, Aaron. Be better. That's uh, fine. Be better, Aaron. Um, so Spencer Ritchie was the goalkeeper. He had uh, he defended 16 shots, uh, six of which were on target, and uh, obviously was credited with the save, even if it was an overshoot. Um, Forrest Lasso, by the way, he wore Danny Kunig's jersey under his own jersey. Did you hear this story yet? I have not. Was it? So Forrest Lasso wears a size large. Danny Kunig was actually back in Denmark, where he's from. Um, he had to attend to a personal matter. Oh. And they didn't want to play the game without him. So uh, Coach Koch made sure that the jersey was hanging in his locker while all the players were getting ready before the game, what have you. And Forrest Lasso went ahead and put on his size medium underneath his large and wore it the whole game uh, just to make sure that the whole team was out there, which there's, that's kind of a cool story. That's what I call R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Respect. All right. Put Find some respect on that name. <laughs> Keep my name out your mouth. Keep my name out your mouth. Put some, put respect, some respect on it. Adi, um, uh, we also found out this week. Did you know he actually makes more money than the Zlatan? How does the Zlatan feel about that? I can't imagine he's happy. Although, as, as much as I'd love to see somebody like the Zlatan in Cincinnati, it's not a good fit. When they when he the makes first, he the makes first, sense in L.A. The first time L.A. comes to Cincinnati, can mm-hmm. we please attend that game? I think we should. And can we hold up signs for the Zlatan? Like, or with, like, with his like, quotes on it? Like, Addy is better than Zlatan. Oh, no, don't do that. He Zlatan might, he might is come, here to entertain us all. He might come into the stands after us. Um, but he does make more than Zlatan. Um, he makes almost two mil. He actually comes in just shy at $1,933,333.33. And all I wanted would win season. was a billion dollars this week. Um, it does make him the 18th highest paid player. Uh, in the MLS, and uh, so those are just some random facts. That's an interesting um, fact. I like you. I like that you put that fact up there. Factoids. It's a factoid. Um, up next, though, we have the number five seed, the New York Red Bulls. Two. Um, they did beat the Charleston Battery to advance. Um, kickoff is uh, at four p.m. on Saturday. Tickets starting at ten dollars, so you can get to a playoff game for ten dollars. Super cheap. There's no reason for it not to sell out. Um, we did beat the New York Red Bull 2 um, 
We beat them two to one in June and two to one in July. Um, but they have made the playoffs the last four years, and they did win the chip back in 2016. So, that's I mean, they're not going to win it this year, though. Yeah, uh, there's a pretty good team standing in the way that's building for an MLS roster. That's what I'm saying. We're going to win. What are your thoughts, though, on this FCC team? I know that Twitter went crazy after the game. Twitter blew up. (laughs) It almost blew up, dude. The the, the people in the city got so mad about winning. Cincinnati Twitter was in a frenzy talking about the Cincinnati curse. The soccer fans caused so much drama this weekend, I didn't know what to do with it. Now, you own a piece of the curse, correct? Uh, Yeah, I own the Cincinnati curse at gmail.com. So, as (laughs) the owner of that uh, email address, um, please don't email it because it'll blow up. Don't at me, bro. Right right now, it's just just, just houses some of my my extra accounts I made for everything but the house. But... um, yeah, is that your adult entertainment <laughs> email address? No, everything but the house is an auction website. <laughs> Where are you going? I don't know. Anyways, um, no, like so. I guess, I guess the first the Cyclones fans got upset. Oh, tell because me more. they said this is the a bunch of players went in. Well, they have like two championships right. in the and last so like five years, right? A, a bunch of soccer players went out and said. Uh, uh, finally, a playoff win has been brought to Cincinnati, and the first time in 28 years. So, of course, the Cyclones players all, or the Cyclones fans, all ten of them, got upset, <laughs> and um, and we're like, "Hey, we won two Kelly Cups. We got two of them, Kelly Cups." And then, of course, the Cyclones uh, went ahead and tweeted two pictures of the winning teams and just put like a crooked face smile. Listen, there's there's way more than 10 fans at those dollar beer nights. That's true. When they have dollar beer nights, there's 20. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, sorry, hater. Greg. Greg's hater. a huge fan of those. Greg's Such a huge a fan hater. of those nights. Um, so then, so then oh, who got who got upset next? I think Xavier fans got upset next and said, what do you, what do you call uh, the NCAA tournament every year? Um, you know that's a playoff game, basically, and yeah. so Xavier fans got upset. UC fans were like, "Eh, let's get upset too." Um, who else got upset? I think Reds fans got upset. Like, hey, well, we they beat had the two Giants. playoff wins. Yeah, we beat the Giants in 2010, mm-hmm. like twice. I think it was 2010 until we got. Or was it 2012? Till, till, no, it, it's, I don't remember the year, but we did have two wins. We were up two nothing in a best of five, and then we lost three. Maybe Bill Mayhole can tell us. Um whatever year it was yeah and then of course then, then i got upset about well the cincinnati commandos won three championships <laughs> and a matter of fact in their four seasons no three seasons in cincinnati only lost two games so i think the people who have the biggest gripe would probably be it was the cyclones fans UC Z- well i don't know uc xavier xavier fans did get really upset about it uc fans like eh. But Xavier fans are like we made it to the final four once, once, once. Yeah, but yeah. you know, th- but yeah, the city was divided. Um, we had to get the mayor involved. Listen, at the end of the day, it all we bad. want, all we, all any of us really want is for the A championship, the teams around here to be better. Right, be better, be better like me. So, so far tonight, audio has been on it. <laughs> 
On point. On point. Spot on. Spot on. Let's talk about the Bengals. Gotcha. He did. Double dip on the ice cream cone. That's all we got this week. That's the only good thing that came from That wasn't even from this week. Um, oh, Greg. Oh, Greg corrected me with another part in punctuation. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Xavier's never made it to the Final Four. No, but they have won a game. Yeah, well, that's true. In, in the postseason. So... Sorry, Greg. We've we've been in the final four in nineteen. Even, even UC did that. So ninety two, ninety ninety two, final four. Yeah, ninety. What's that poster say? I think I can't read that poster. I want to say it was ninety two. Anyway, I used to know it. So there was not a whole lot that I even cared to talk about in the Bengals game. There um, wasn't a lot happening in the Bengals game. It was the worst loss of the season, forty five ten to the Chiefs. Um, we knew that the Chiefs were going to put up some points. I don't think anybody thought that we were only going to put up 10. Real quick, um, who cares about the Bengals? I've got to say something. Um, if FC Cincinnati wins this Saturday, I'm going to try <laughs> to make it to that Friday playoff game. Um, so, hey, boss, if I can have a half day, that'd be great. All right. Okay, back to Bengals. So, there were so many missed tackles. Oh, yeah, that was the name of the game. It literally... Was so. Have you ever seen a man on the grass more than you've seen Drake Kirkpatrick? Listen, man, he he has trouble staying on his feet. Can we get him some training shoes? Better cleats. Better cleats. I don't know. Some. He was upset at the end of the game too. Yeah. Um, because it was it was a terrible, terrible, ishy loss. Bill says he's done with the Bengals. All right. He said he packed up all his jerseys and put them in a Tupperware bin and put them out of his shed. Well, he didn't burn them, so he's not done. He's got them somewhere he can go back and get them. Right. And then he called me tonight. When they start winning. And then he called me tonight and said, you guys should talk about the Bengals trying to pick up Des Bryant. I was like, "Uh, I thought you didn't care about the Bengals. That's general football talk. Okay, well, then how do you feel about the Dolphins? (laughs) All right. So, without, like I said, I don't want to talk too much about the game. There There was a lot of missed tackles. Um. The one take that I do have from the game that I'd like to kind of know what your thoughts are. Mm-hmm. I got good ones. Vontez perfect. Yeah, uh, Vontez. We, we didn't get to talk because he hadn't yet been fined the last time we recorded. He was fined $112,000 for Pittsburgh, which brings his grand total well over $4 million for $4 his million career. $4 million for his career. For his career. That's insane. First off, I don't know where this money is going. I would like to know where this money is going. I'd love I to see. Going to the I'd love to see the, I was going to say, I'd, I'd love to see the school that he's built. It's a pretty <laughs> nice school. I mean, something. Show me where this $4 million is going. Because if the NFL is just pocketing this money, that's kind of horseshit. Le- LeBron I, is I, not- I don't even know how to even Le- even put it in any other words. LeBron like, is not the only one out here building schools. Montez is too. <laughs> he might as well. I mean, that's insane. I bet you get but perfect grades there. He- <laughs> so, I don't know. I want to know where this money is going. Over $4 million, that's, that's crazy talk. But crazy. my question is, with how much money he's been fined and knowing that the NFL has a target on him, the, let's call it what it is, knowing that there's a witch hunt going on for Vontez, Which there knowing is. that even the one tackle he had on Spencer Ware where he like grabbed his calf, people were trying to analyze that, saying he was trying to twist his ankle, whatever. Bill said he know. did. That's fine. Bill is a hater. Yeah. Um, with all that being said, though, do you think, because he missed a ton of tackles. I know, obviously, he left the game with the hip injury. He hasn't practiced all week with the hip injury. But do you think that it's affecting his play? 
because he has not played well this year in what he's been in. Now, granted, he was out for the first four games, so he's not necessarily back in football shape right. after having been in camp. But he didn't play bad against. Off. I mean, he didn't play bad against Pittsburgh. He didn't play like he didn't well. Play good. Yeah. If he makes that pick, maybe we're talking about this all differently. So the NFL has basically told him if he gets another fine, they're going to suspend him. Pretty I much. think he's out there playing scared. I. He missed tackles. I think he's He he's doesn't scared. miss tackles. We've not seen him miss tackles. Not like that. No, not like that. He was literally, like, grabbing people and falling down their bodies. It yeah, was weird. Him. It was weird. I didn't know who this man was. I felt like there should be a milk carton out saying, missing person. Missing. Vontes. Vontes perfect. Um, I don't know. It was, it was weird to watch, man. It wasn't good to watch. It was not good to watch. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm the only one in this camp saying that he's playing differently because he can't hit people the way he's accustomed to hitting people because he's worried that he's not going to have a job tomorrow You're right. if he hits people. You're right. So how do you play linebacker and not hit people? You can't. It's but, crazy. So, I mean, which brings me to my next point. I don't think you keep him, man. Ooh. Ooh. How do you keep a linebacker who can't hit? I think Marvin's done with him. You got the audio? Uh, Marvin's done with him. How has Vontaze Perfect played since he's come back from suspension? He's not played as well as he's played in the past. What are you, what are you seeing with him as far as just technique or anything? I don't want to talk about Vontez. It's not relevant. Do you think his play needs to... You can keep asking the questions, but does someone else have one? Because I'm not going to answer that one. Marvin's done with him. I don't think he's done with him. I think he's done talking to the media about him because he's—you're beating a dead horse. How much more can you say about relevant? He's not playing. He hasn't practiced all week. That so that doesn't mean he's irrelevant. It means you need to start working with him. You need to get a coach on him. You need to get him in the gym. You need to find out what's wrong with him. His hip. Yeah, he's injured. He's already. That's what I'm saying. That's why he's not relevant. He's not he playing. He's though. not playing. He's your starting linebacker. He's out with an injury and not expected to play. He's still a relevant piece of your team. That's like me saying, hey, Andy Dalton's not relevant. Would you ask questions about Gio? No, because you know Gio's not playing on Sunday. Damn. Anyway, speaking of, on that one. we on Tuesday, or I'm sorry, Wednesday... 11 people were out of practice out of the 53 people on the team. And that's not good. Um, we have lost our third tight end to the injured reserve, uh, Mason Trek, Torres ACL. Um, so, like I said, 11 people were not practicing on Wednesday. Gio Bernard was out with the knee. Vontez was out with the hip. Um, Darquez Denard out with the shoulder. Uh, Jake Fisher out with the back. Clark Harris out with a concussion. Um, Bobby Hart out with a back. Uh, Dre Kirkpatrick out with an Achilles. Tyler Croft out with a foot. John Ross out with a groin. Nick Vigil out with a knee. Of those, Gio, Denard, Croft, Perfect, Ross, Vigil, not expected to play. They Again, none of those players practiced today. So we were miss- still missing six today. Um, Adolphus Washington was, has also been limited. Um at least on Wednesday. Uh, He was limited with a tailbone. And Billy Price is still limited with a foot. Was limited yesterday. Was limited today. Um, Clark Harris was limited today with a concussion still. 
So we're pretty banged up. Um, the bye week couldn't come at a better time. Um, Monday, there was, they didn't call it a players only meeting, but during the team meeting on Monday, um, leaders of the team, and no one would talk about who the actual leaders were, but leaders on the team stood up. Um, this apparently isn't out of character for the Bengals, um, whether it be in times of good or times of bad. Um, I don't know. What do you what do you think about the leaders standing up and saying what they need to say? I mean, we hear this a lot throughout every year, right? The leaders are coming in there saying, you know, we got to play better, blah 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 blah. But there's only so much the leaders can do. You know what I mean? There's only so much they can they can say. Like back in Whitworth was here, right? Whitworth would stand up as a leader all the time, but there are many years and many games that people didn't listen. Andy Dalton's supposed to be well. He is a leader. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't mean to speak bad about Andy Dalton. But do you think they really listen? I do. Um, in the game where uh, it wasn't Pittsburgh. Who we played before Pittsburgh? The week before Pittsburgh. Where we got our fourth win. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, me either. Um, I want to help no, us out Facebook. In any case, um, the it was a game-winning drive on that. Yeah. Um, and Andy looked at the team and said, everybody chill. We got this. We're going to go down. We're going to score. Yes, I think they listened to him. I mean, he's the quarterback. It's not like audio. Tom, he's that. not like Tom Brady. He's not on the bench by himself, not talking to anybody. And when he does talk, he's screaming at him for not doing their job right. Everybody on Brady's team, there's a reason he's sitting by himself, unless he's with his little buddy uh, Edelman. <laughs> because they wear Uggs together. Um, I've never worn a pair of Uggs in my life. It was against the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't think that was the game, though. I think it was actually the game against the Falcons where they went down and scored. In any case, it was one of those two games. Because um, I think we took care of the Dolphins pretty handily. Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly. That's the one that Joe went to, yeah. Um, in any case, though, yeah, I mean, I think they listen to Andy. I don't think they listen to Dre. No, no. Dre's no talking to anybody who will give him an ear. Well, and he's well, also... Nobody wants to lay on the ground to listen to him. Well, because he doesn't say anything that's not just like, we need to do better. We're not out there having fun. All right, cool. Give me something that's actual substance. Tell me why. Because when, when they ask him to dig deeper, like, well, what do you mean you're not having fun out there? Well, we need to get back to the team that we were. All right, cool. Um... They are not who we thought they were. Tell us, you know, give give me some substance. Don't just, you know, like, don't just glaze over things just no. to talk. Just because you're loud and like to have your voice heard. I don't know. In any case, um, one of the things that Tara Lawson told the team in the team meeting is the difference between 5-3 and three and 4-4. Four and four. Do you know what the difference is, Ed? A number? Yeah, there is that. Um, if a team is 5-3... and three, 63% of the time, they go on and make the playoffs. Okay. At 4-4, four and four, you know what that percentage is? 36. It's 33. Damn, so close. You were. Um, but that's a, that's a huge difference. That's a 30% drop if it's you win, drop. win that game versus losing the game. And with that all being said, now that we're out of the gauntlet of our season, our schedule just got a lot easier. Well, at least on paper. We still have to play the Browns. Well, first we have to play the Buccaneers. Oh, that'd be fun. After the bye, we have the Saints. That's not an easy, easy game. That's not an easy game. Uh, they're five and it's one. In, it's home though, right? It Our is at home. Four out of five. It are is at home. home. Um, 
After that, though, we have the Ravens, we have the Browns, we have the Broncos, we have the Chargers, we have the Raiders, we have the Browns, we have the Steelers. The Raiders are on a firestorm right now. They're selling everybody. They're everybody. The whole house. Amari Cooper for a first-round pick? Get out of here. That's terrible. It's, it's horrible. Um, but out of those teams, the only games I'm scared of, the the Ravens is at Baltimore. Okay. The Steelers is at Hines, but Marvin has way better luck at Hines than he does at home against the Steelers, oddly enough. Um, we got two against the Browns. We don't know how we are against the Browns, but they find new ways to get into overtime and lose in overtime every week. Um, like you said, you know, four of our next five are at home. Make your stand right now. So it's all good like dice. So like I said, we got Tampa Bay. They're three and three coming in. Uh, they do lead the NFL in yards per game at 449.5 and their passing yards per game uh, also leads the NFL at 376.8. Most of those numbers though are inflated by the arm of one Andy Dalton. No. Why would Tampa Bay's numbers be on the arm of Andy Dalton? Oh, sorry. I got distracted. People signed on to the Facebook page. <laughs> no. Uh, Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. Yes. I hope he plays. No, because so, he's good. Well, Jameis Winston, though, last week, he had two interceptions and a fumble. He did find a way to win the game, um, which that's all you need to do. But I don't know. I'm not I'm not scared of Jameis Winston. I'm not scared of him either. Especially after watching Meet That W. Do you remember that from last year? Where you, No. Oh, my God. It's the grossest thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> like when he stole he, the lobster and he, put his pants? That was weird, but not gross. I don't oh. know. It's a lobster. You're going to cook it anyway. You ever hear about my lobster story? No, I don't know that I do. Do you want to hear it? Are you going to tell it? Michelle's birthday? Yeah. We went down to, um, what's that oldest pub in Cincinnati? I don't know. Arnold's. Okay. We went down to Arnold's. We're eating dinner. uh, And uh, a couple that we met when she was dancing for the commandos, um, he came up and showed up for dinner. um, And and earlier in the day, he had texted me like, what does Michelle want for her birthday? And I was like, nothing, dude. Don't worry about it. He goes, well, I have a coupon for a live lobster here from Kroger's. And I said, I mean, okay. Yeah. Okay. Thinking he was just joking. No, he showed up with a, a, a bag from Kroger's with a live lobster in it. Did you cook it? No, we had to take it back to the apartment we were staying in and put it in the sink in water I wanted it to stay alive you didn't cook it no we did put salt in there though in the water it was dead by the next morning it yeah. smelled stop it. well cause lobsters live in salt water oh so we had a <laughs> that's my lobster story anyway I can't handle it hey Adam <laughs> so um yeah, so he ate the W. He was like on the on the field talking to the players last year, and he's like, "We gotta oh, get yeah, this yeah, W." Yeah. And he oh, holds yeah, up yeah. and he holds up like a West Side or like a yeah like a West Side sign, and he like ate the. It was weird and disturbing. I remember anyway, the, the if you want to if you want to watch it, you can find it. Just Google it, YouTube just or whatever. It's, yeah. it's really creepy. It but needless to say, the receivers are good. I'm just not worried about him. I'm not worried about him either. So anyway, we just got to tackle. Just that's, really, that's really what it comes down to. Just, and catch. you got to tackle. And catch so, the football. I don't know. I know we're going the bye week after Tampa. We also have to – I need Joe Mixon to catch the ball with two hands. Well, they got to get him the ball to begin with. He they caught the ball with one hand and then to try to do it the rest of the game. They aren't giving him the ball enough, though. Oh, to run it, yeah. Period. Yeah. He, he, they didn't run any screens. They, they He wasn't running the ball enough. 
Tyler Boyd needs to be a factor before halftime. Yes. John and Ross isn't going to make the field anymore. Well, he's got the groin injury. Again. Which S- Settle down. Tyler Boyd didn't have a good season until this year, and everybody thought he was not going to be a player that was anybody to talk about anyway. John Ross is done. Everybody said the same thing about Tyler Boyd, man. Chill. It's only Who's his second repeat? seasons, man. I don't know. I don't listen to him. Tyler Boyd, I think is what it is. Anyway, um, I was listening to the Bengals beat, and <laughs> they said that uh, with the bye week coming up, you got to make a trade. Yeah, you need to, you got uh, this wealth of draft picks for next year. Your team's young enough where you don't really have a huge glaring need for a ton of players. If you're trying to develop the guys that you got, trade some of those later round picks. Try and find yourself a tight end because we just signed uh, Jordan Franks off the practice squad. So a tight we end right now have CJ Uzama. And uh, Matt Lengle, who they signed back from uh, the Patriots. Uh, he was with us for, I think, two seasons. Yeah. Um, before they, he went to the Patriots and we signed him back. And now we have Jordan Franks. So that shouldn't make anybody feel good about a tight end situation. No. I don't feel so, good about it at all. I don't know. Hopefully they figure something like that out. I know it's kind of outside the comfort zone of the Bengals to make trade. But right now I think you need to find somebody who can tackle. If it's not going to be one of these guys playing linebacker core right now. And you need a tight end. I think Maluga is available. Stop it. He was apparently sitting in the crowd for the Pittsburgh game. I heard. Yeah. I think he was in a box. Press box. Uh, I don't know that he sits among amongst the... Uh, the picture I saw was amongst the crowd. I don't know that he sits amongst, amongst the, the people, people. Amongst the fans. <laughs> amongst <laughs> the common folk like anyway, us. Anyway, let's talk about another team that lost. The blue-collar folk. Let's talk about UC football. Okay. 4.3 seconds to go. 56-55 Cincinnati. Trying to win the tournament championship. Robinson inbounds to Gray. He's dribbling up the floor. Gets it back yes! to Robinson. And he turns it over. behind him. And out of bounds. The Cats have the ball with one second to go. And a 56-55 to 55 lead. Jacob Evans. So I thought we were going to talk about basketball first. So I queued up Dan Horde talking about basketball. So I'll be better. He can talk about basketball. Well, let's talk about basketball. All right, let's talk about basketball. Did you make it to the uh, red and black scrimmage game? I did not. Um, Ah. I was actually having an MRI done that day on my shoulder. How would you uh, do that shoulder again? I don't want to talk about it. Yes, sir. Kickball. (laughs) Um, So I was having an MRI done on my shoulder and didn't get done with that for... um, By the time I got there, it would have been already like seven, I think, which was like an hour after it started. No, it started at 7. Oh, I thought it started at 6. No, 7. Whoops. Yeah. It's okay. I was... Uh, I called you, for, in all fairness. You did? I, you could have told me at that point it started at 7. I thought maybe you had, were nope, far away. I thought away. it was 6. Sorry. No, yeah. I was uh, filling a hole in with dirt in, um, in the backyard trying to get that pipe buried finally. Um, so I didn't make it. Although I could have just took a shower made it by halftime, but... I should have, could have, would have. But I have found, I heard on, uh, well, of course, uh, season tickets are sold out. They did. They actually sold almost 9,000. And now they have a waiting list for next year. They do. Um, they actually broke the single season record for oh. season tickets sold, um, which I believe was like 20, I think it's 29-year record. Because um, Fifth Third, it's however old Fifth Third is, 27, 29 years, something like that. 
Um, but there are still five game mini plans available. That's a true statement. Um, those start at t- about $200. Um, and you get to pick three from UCLA, UConn, Wichita State, Memphis. And then you get to pick two others from pretty much the rest of them, including NKU, UCF, Houston. None of those packages include Xavier. Well, that sucks. Um, I did hear, I saw a tweet from Justin uh, Williams today saying that there were still... Of the Athletic? Of the Athletic. Saying there were still exhibition game. So the game before the Ohio State game, the Mm -hmm. exhibition game match will be held in the new arena. I actually have to go pick up my tickets from my mom. She got them this week. So he said there will there are still tickets to that exhibition game available. So um, that's I guess I guess that's your first chance to get into the new arena and check it out. I've already been checking it out via some secret covert pictures from a friend of mine who may Me or too. may not be. Me too. <laughs> I got don't don't drop names. Not, not, not while we're recording. No, I got a I got a friend who's on the inside building too. We'll, we'll swap pictures. Here. Okay. I can't actually send them to you because I told him I wouldn't. But that's fine. I'll, I'll show them to you. Um. So, yeah, um, UC Hoops did sell out. Um, also, this week they did announce that um, we're going to play in the Paradise Jam in the U.S. Virgin Islands in 2019. What did we play in last year? Uh, not that. I think we are in the Dominican. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, but we're going to play in the Paradise Jam in 2019 in the Virgin Islands. Other teams that are going to be at that tournament, Nevada. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The rematch. <laughs> I think the twins will be gone by them. That's good. Uh, Illinois State, Western Kentucky, Valparaiso, aka Valpo, uh, Fordham. I believe that's where um, Steph, uh, uh, Stephen Stephen. No, the dude from Golden State, Curry. Thank you. You're welcome. Couldn't remember. Did he go to Fordham? I couldn't tell you. I could tell you where Jacob Evans went to school. I thought he went to Florida. Anyway, um, Bowling Green is going to be there, and uh, the eighth team they have not yet determined. Bowling Green, Kentucky? Yes. Hmm. No. Ohio. Oh. Never mind. I was yeah. make a quarterback joke. Nope. The, uh, yeah, Bowling Green up by, like, Akron. How, how do we get back in the Maui Invitational? I don't know. That's where I want to go. I've never been to Hawaii. Apparently, back in the late 90s, Bobby Brennan was on the team. They had half of the Dangon Island in their hotel room after 9 o'clock. Sounds about right. Lights out are at 9 o'clock. Bobby wasn't happy. Bobby Huggins, that is. I was going to say, I'm surprised he knew. I'm not. Man, that's all. Did you see he was wearing a suit today? I'm surprised he knew. Because I'm surprised he wasn't having his own party. Whatever. But that's a, a just a little quote from the Justin Williams article um, uh, interview uh, with Bobby, Bobby Brennan, Brennan. Uh, that he just released. I, I like that he's interviewing these older players. Yeah. I, I like mean, it. You had Van, Van Exel's interview a little while back. I mean, he, yeah, he interviewed Gary and... Yeah. Or no, was that Meacham who interviewed Gary? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I, like, I think he I also like had an interview with Gary. Maybe we can get an interview with Bobby Brennan. Uh, well, let's see what we can do. Um, hey, Bill. Other things. Jacob Evans did score his first points. About time. They let him play. They did. And the worst news of UC basketball this week. Oh, yeah. Um, about Larry Davis. 
So Larry retired. He didn't retire. Well, he did retire. He didn't retire. Well, they. they so here's what I retired. got. Here's what I got after reading the stories out there on Larry Davis. Um, you see, initially painted as a retirement um, because they had learned of the allegations against Larry Davis, WTF. And he was suspended with pay as they started to look into these allegations from... Uh, he was suspended with pay from uh, September 15th through September 27th. He was reinstated on September 27th before resigning less than two hours later. This is all according to the uh, Cincinnati Enquirer. Okay. Um, he did enter a guilty plea today uh, for a federal misdemeanor assault charge. So it's federal because it was in the air. Yes. So the, just in case anybody's wondering, it's federal because in the air they can't decide whose jurisdiction it is, what what state it's over, things like that. He, so that's why it's federal. Well, he did go to Charlotte um, to enter that plea, though. Correct. Correct. In the federal courts in, in Charlotte. Correct. Um, just, which the, it, the plane was an American Airlines flight yeah. from Milwaukee to Charlotte. Um, he, What did he do, might you ask? He apparently inappropriately touched a 23-year-old female college student without permission. Yikes. Yikes. Um, he does face up to six months in prison and or a $5,000 fine. So. He's been around since 2006. He was it, on Mick's first staff. Yeah. Um, most of the players who. Oh, yeah. All the players loved him. They loved him and they credit him for being a Who's big reason. Recruiting. Yeah. A big reason that, he, that Huge they were part. here. Huge part of recruiting. Um, they did actually fill that spot this week. Oh, I forgot the guy's name. It's uh, I do also. There's a Y in there. It's a somewhere. Y. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I added him to our Twitter page. Awesome. Um, Yank. I don't. It's not Yankovich, but it's like Weird Al something. Um, I hate this app. Anytime you accidentally click the ad, even if you're just scrolling just pops it up. I'm on Justin's page on Twitter trying to find it real quick. Um, but anyways, they did add somebody yes. as the assistant coach and then moved up to former players to new positions. His name is Greg Yunkovsky. Yunkovsky. And they also added um, Mark Berger. All right. Um, Greg Yunkovsky actually was promoted to assistant coach um, and Mark Berger to assistant to the head coach. While they also added video coordinator and analytics duties for director of student athlete development TJ Wolf and program assistant Jaquan Parker. You should know that name. I know that name. So, um, that's again all courtesy of the Cincinnati Enquirer. Um, yeah. I hope. That was disheartening, though, man. I mean, Larry Davis, like, you took over for Mick when he was out. When he was having the great job, the health issues, you came in. We had a winning season. It was like we almost didn't miss a beat. So it just sucks. It does suck. And it, I don't know how this was kept secret since 2017. It's a well. He. I don't know that you see even knew they they found out about it and they did what they they right. did what Urban Meyer didn't do. Well, <laughs> that's true. But like that makes me wonder how serious. And I mean, I'm not trying to say that. Okay, obviously, any allegations of some sort of misconduct mm-hmm. are serious. Mm-hmm. But hey, how, we're not trying to denigrate. No, 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 no not at all. Saying or anything like not that. Not at but, all. Not at all. But it, it makes me wonder. Like, was it like just something stupid? Like maybe he touched her knee or something like that? I don't. 
I don't know, Who man. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. It's a black eye on what's been a pretty clean organization, so. That's true. Now, I'm sure on Facebook your brothers are lighting us up. No, they're not. They're no? Not. No. Joe just signed on to Leanne. Well, as Xavier fans, I thought we are going to take a chance, but. <clears throat> yeah, well, normally they do. All right. Uh, moving on to UC football, though. Yeah. Uh, we did suffer our first loss in overtime to Temple, who we were three-and-a-half-point underdogs anyway. Um, we lost 17-24. We have lost to Temple for four years straight. Now, again, this week, after the game, Twitter was in a frenzy about, oh, it's such a bad loss. Blah, how can you lose a Temple? Blah, 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 blah. It doesn't help for the refs gifted 10 points. Listen, to the game. man... Here's what I have to say. Okay. We are 6-1. and one. <laughs> Nobody expected that. Uh, no, nobody. So it's not a bad loss. We're no. actually lost the game we were supposed to lose, is what it is. Sometimes losing a game humbles you for the rest of the season and makes you play better. We had four wins the last two years. We are at six wins. I know. Um, Ritter had a terrible game. He was 14 to 33, 111 um, in the air, one interception. After the game, he took to Twitter, took the game on his shoulders, said, This is my fault. I'm going to be better next week. Now, having watched the game, receivers couldn't get open. We had no receiver with more than three catches, no catch for more than 15 yards. We haven't had that problem this year. His exact tweet was tough loss, and I take full responsibility for it. I promise you will. I will come back tomorrow and work harder uh, than we ever have. Uh, we will bounce back as a team. And when he says that, call me silly. Like I tweeted. I believe him. So there was a similar tweet that went out, actually, um, by the kicker. After oh, Smith. Uh, no, no, yeah. Yeah. Cole Smith. Um so he was one for four, missed three. Um, I think even we iced him, actually, at one okay. point. Um, That's not good. But, yeah, he didn't have a good game either. Um, Michael Warren, though, did have a good game. 25 carries, 132 yards, one touchdown. He's got 12 for the year now. Um, I think we had just over 200 yards rushing as a team. Um, we... Did, on the other hand, though, lose two fumbles, three total, one on a kick return even. Um, we had no sacks, three interceptions, two. By the way, you know we have a cornerback named Kobe Bryant? Yes. How about that? You, you know, I, I mean, was tweeting all about that the first I, and, game. And I knew that we did, but I just saw C-O-B-Y, and listening to even the announcers, I'm hearing C-O-B-Y, not putting it together, like, oh, I, yeah, I worked with a kid. Kobe Bryant. I worked with a kid whose name is Kobe Bryant. It's just funny to me. It is funny. Um, especially because they were born while Kobe was playing. So yeah. you have to figure they were named Somebody's after. Somebody's dad was. Yeah, they were named after Kobe yeah. Bryant. It's just a shame that he's not. Kid's going to be a baller. It's just a shame that Kobe Bryant's not even in the you know, like, top ten best NBA all-time players. Or he's anything. not. He's not that good. I mean, Lance Stevenson is, but. Uh, no, but. Um, Get out of here. <laughs> James Smith, uh, Lance the Peacemaker Stevenson. <laughs> James Smith is being named one of the best punters of the week. Okay, um, he had six punts, three hundred fourteen yards, fifty-two point three average. Seventy-two was his long, which is a crazy long punt. Um, 
so long in fact it was the fourth longest in UC history SMU's up next we uh they're three and four two I'm and not one, worried about them two and one in the AAC um three of their four losses are against ranked teams um we play them Saturday at 3.30. Fickle said he wants to see his team play angry, to your point, which you were saying. You know, sometimes, sometimes you need to be humbled. Um, you know, this, this team was playing better than anybody expected. So, um, bowl projection this week says that we should face Duke in the military bowl, which is in uh, Maryland, which is where I was born. So, Oh, well, nice. Anyway, there's um, lobsters there too. Yeah, anywhere on the coast, man. Yeah. I so, anything else you've got on UC? No, sir. While we're here, no, sir. Gary Clark play yet? Uh, yeah, Gary Clark play. He got in for a minute. He I got think, in. He scored no, like two points. I don't think he had any stats. Um, no, he had like two points. Did he? Well, and with these suspensions on the uh, oh, yeah. Rockets team, he might yeah. get a little bit more playing time. Maybe. You know. Um. Let's talk about the Reds. It's alright, cause I'm safe by the It's alright, cause I'm safe by the It's alright, cause I'm safe by the bell. Maybe. Maybe we're saved by Maybe the bell. Maybe we're saved by the bell. We can hope. So the Reds did hire David Bell as the new manager. What do you think of that hire, Ed? Um, well, I kind of thought it was going to be him after Friday. They said Joe Girardi has left Cincinnati and taken himself out of the running for manager. He did. He did. He didn't even stop. He get some ribs. Apparently, they uh, Twitter was. I saw somewhere somewhere on Twitter somebody was reporting that um, they didn't even get to the point where they were talking salaries with Joe. You know what happened? He walked in there. They told him he's not going to have full control of the team. Ownership's going to have full control of the team. And he said, never mind. Ownership still says that they don't. I don't know. Maybe he just flew in for ribs. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was the chili. Maybe it was. He, oh, he was like, man, I need to come back for some, some three ways. I had cheese conies last night, and they were delicious. Every time. Uh, so, David Bell. Uh, last year, he was the VP of player development slash director of the San Francisco Giants farm system. Uh, his dad, Buddy Bell, is already with the Reds. Um, he did win the job out of 12 other candidates, um, seven of which were outside the Reds. So one thing that I was reading up on on the Enquirer, um, they said the Reds learned a lot about themselves, I guess, because they brought in so many people from outside the Reds organization um, that they were able to see like how some of the other teams work and you know baseball being kind of simple at its roots they were able to see like i don't know just some of the other ways that other teams thought throughout this whole process i also found out that they've been searching since they let um brian price thank you go so it's not like they just started after the season no i mean they i'm sure they put their list together of who they wanted to bring in but a total since like a total red thing would be just wait until the end of the season well i don't know i mean again hopefully this is a new, a new regime, man. I'm hoping. Um, David Bell did play under Tony La Russa when he was with the Cardinals. Um, he played under Lou Pinella when he was with Seattle. He played under Dusty Baker when he was with the Giants. Also, I heard that Dusty Baker said that when he retires from the Reds, he wanted David Bell to take exactly. over. Exactly. So yep. that's a which. 
David Bell was the manager of the AAA Louisville Bats at one point. He was the manager of the AA Carolina Mudcats, both of which were in the Reds organization. Um, he played as a player from 95 to 06, but since then he has been the third base coach of the Cubs in 2012. He was the assistant hitting coach of the Cardinals from 13 to 14. He was the Cardinals bench coach from 15 to 17. Um, he's coming in saying all the right things, which you have to expect that. Um, but one of the things that he is putting an emphasis on, which makes me happy, is analytics. Because you know damn well Riggleman wasn't talking any analytics. No, that's he's true. too old school. Well, they said it's hard for them to get the analytics down to the down to the bench. They should know the analytics before the game, man. There should be printouts true, taking to the dugout. I know a guy who can help him with that technology. <laughs> Text messaging? Yeah. I mean, think about it, man. The bullpen phone is still like... I don't think you're actually allowed to have cell phones in the dugout. You're not. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, so if you want to have a rebuild like Oakland and Moneyball, like the Houston Astros did when they started winning games, um, like... Milwaukee this year. Sometimes you got to pay some big money to rent a player for a year, um, but Might you're not well. signing them to a long-term deal. I mean, like didn't, Homer didn't. Um, Yankees did that. The Yankees have never. They played. rented. No, well, no, the Yankees have the highest payroll every year. But they the, rented like, Chapman. They yes and no, and then they let him go, and then they signed him. So. But they're not renting players. Okay, they they have one of the highest payrolls. They're they're on a whole different level. That's true. Um, there's no one that they can't trade for one way or another. Well, they couldn't trade for Billy Hamilton. I can tell you that. I don't know that they actually tried. Or Joey Votto. Castellini's not. Well, Joey Votto has a no trade. Oh my goodness! Did you see the Twitter? Go ahead. I'm gonna look it up. All right. So, like I said, I mean, he's young enough to know some of the old school stuff. But and having been around some of the old school guys like your Larusa, your Pinella, Dusty, but he's also young enough to actually believe in analytics. So again, if you're going to try and do a rebuild like Oakland, Houston, Milwaukee, you're going to have to go through the route of analytics when you're in a smaller market team without yes. a crazy payroll. So I'm already seeing people on Facebook and Twitter all, all like, you have to have two aces come in here. Where? In the hell do you think we're getting money for two aces? Yes, they said they're going to spend more money because last year they brought in one free agent who I don't even know that he was making seven figures. I don't even know the answer to that question. So, yeah, they're going to be bringing in some new faces this year, but that's not to say that they're going to be spending crazy money. You're insane if you actually think we're going to be spending crazy money. One thing that I wish they would do just to... Eat the money. Just get rid of Buy him out. Buy out Homer Bailey. You automatically make the team better. Look what happened when he wasn't here. Oh, I know. They were better. Oh, I know. So, on a lighter note, um, did you have another thing to add to that? or? Well, I mean, if we're talking about the Reds still. I still have more on the Reds, yes. Okay, go for it. Um, Billy Hamilton and Joey Votto are top three finalists for the Gold Glove. Um, Votto actually won it in 2011, and this is his third time as a finalist. And Billy actually has never won, but it's his fifth straight year as a finalist. What do you think about that? Um, Votto should win. And 
He's going against Freddie Freeman and someone else. I yeah, can't Votto should win. There's nobody in baseball better than Joey Votto. There's nobody in it's baseball who has statement. more. There's nobody in baseball who has more baseball knowledge than Joseph Daniel Votto. I don't know that that matters if you have a gold glove or not. I'm just saying. Hmm. And then uh, Billy played really good this year. Fielding. Defensively. Yes. Exactly. Absolutely. So why not? Why not let him win? Well, five years in a row, he's doing something right. Give it to him. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So, yesterday, the New York Post uh, po- posted a Twitter picture. Um, it has a picture of a gentleman lying in bed with a woman, um, and he's kissing her neck. And it says, these three little words are a big turn-on. I don't know who does social media for the Reds. I know they just recently had a posting for it. And if they hired this guy, they need to pay him more money. Because the Reds responded to that post, Joseph Daniel Votto. Weird. On so many levels. So... Before we get into rounding third, well, you gotta be kidding me. Remember to check us out on Facebook, Pardon the Punctuation, on Twitter at PTP Podcast Cincy, on Instagram, Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Uh, feel free to give us a call. We do have the lines open, I think. Yes. Maybe. 513 818 2077. You can call us with your questions, comments, feedback, hot takes. Um, Make sure if you are listening to us on the Facebook Live that you still hit that subscribe button on whatever it is that you're listening to the podcast yeah. on. Even if you don't actually listen, it still helps us out for you to hit po- hit subscribe, download it, um, leave a comment on whatever it is that you listen, all that stuff. Um, check out our website, www.pardonthepunctuation.wix.com forward slash blog let us know if you want to write for us we've already had two fans of the show write their own blogs where you we want to hear from you we want to give you an option to let your voice be heard write some more uh remember to check us out on youtube because we're going to be posting things on there i'm still Um, building that page up a little bit but yeah and also if you wanted to email us with whatever you got we are pardon the punctuation at gmail.com not the cincinnati curse at (laughs) gmail.com We are rounding third. Yeah, we don't have it. Yeah. Do you wanna do you do you wanna ask anything or do you want me to start? Oh go for it. Alright. Have you watched any of the World Series yet? No. Not a not a not I've not watched a single I, pitch I don't of care playoff for baseball. I don't care for it. Who is it? Boston and LA. LA I don't care. <laughs> Two of the top I think three or four salary yeah, I don't, salaries in all of baseball. Talk about a bot championship. Yep. Worse than FCC. Yeah. That's true. What was your question? That was it. Okay. Have Answers. you watched any no. of the World Series? No. All right. I did see the video of, I think it was the Boston player. They were asking what was in his head when he was trying to steal a base. And he Mookie said, Blaylock. Yeah. He said, I wanted tacos. I wanted tacos. I'm, uh, I don't hate the guy. Cincinnati does have a kid playing for the Red Sox. Yeah. Um, um, ben Madera kid. Benintendi, I think. Oh, my dad's huge on him because my dad went to Madeira. As did my mom. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Where she may or may not have tutored your dad. I. <laughs> my dad wasn't on the football team. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> we don't know. Your mom found that video game I was looking for, so that All worked. Right. Well, go on. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Oh, 
I know I know next week's a Halloween episode technically, but I really like gummies. Like gummy ooh, bears or like the like, gummy hamburgers and Ooh, those those listen. aren't terrible. No, they're good. Um like I don't know, I bought a whole bunch of Haribo. Haribo. Is that however you Harbo. Harbo? Harbo. I don't know. Whatever it is. Have you seen the commercials for that? No. Oh my god. But like uh, Sour Patch Kids. Oh or, yes. I don't know. I really like gummies. Um, but if I had to pick a chocolate, dots. if I had to pick, oh, dots are good too. Dots. Yeah. Uh, Swedish Fish. I, I make the kids pay that daddy tax. If I had to pick a chocolate, though, it would be Butterfinger. That's not a bad chocolate to pick. So. You know what chocolate I miss? Whatchamacallits. Hmm. I mean, they still make them in the large size. We don't make them in fun size. Fun size. Fun size got smaller. We got like. We had this bag of Milky Ways, and Milky Ways are like the size of Twix bars. I'm like, what the hell happened? What are those fat kids supposed to do? Why are you so small? And we probably paid more. Probably. Yeah. They got us us locked down. They got the corner. I miss the 90s. I miss the 90s, too. When McDonald's cheeseburgers weren't the size of White Castles. Yeah, that's true, too. Man. Ooh, I want a White Castle. Same. What are your my thoughts? next question? Uh, no, is my no, question. Go for it. All right. What are your thoughts about the WWE in Saudi Arabia? What? Did you not hear about any of this? No. They got a pay per view coming up in Saudi Arabia. Is that the one where only the women were? Fighting? They asked like the U.S. government if it was okay if they went to Saudi Arabia. John Cena said, "I want no part of any of this." But apparently, they make the buku bucks when they go to Saudi Arabia. Oh, I believe it. Um, like Shawn Michaels is back for this. Uh, Brock Lesnar's back for this. Rick Flair, woo! Is he back for this? I don't know about Rick all Flair, that. Rick Flair, drip, go. I need you to be better about your WWE. You want to talk about WWE? I give the, you a WWE question. You don't even know WWE, about WWE. The only WWE thing I heard this week is the, um, um, I can't remember his name, has leukemia. Oh, yeah. Um, Roman Reigns. And then right. I know that there's a, supposed to be like an all-women's Royal Rumble, like this weekend, maybe? I just need you to be better at maybe this weekend. Be better. I watched a little bit of Raw this week. Hmm. I didn't. What's your favorite food to get at White Castles? <laughs> I always get the same thing every time. What, the number one? No. With cheese? No, 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 no. And do, do they Hang still on. have onion petals? Yes, they oh, do. Shit, I'm missing those. So, I get I, I get jalapeno cheeseburgers. Okay. And chicken rings. And if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling frisky, I'll get the onion petals or... The cheese sticks. With that zesty sauce? Yeah. Back when we used to roll around in the Rolla? Yeah. When Paul would drop us off at the cars at night, you know, (laughs) at 12, 1. Yeah. Before I drove Michelle home, go pick up some White Castle. Sounds about right. That's why I look like I do. Well, you don't get this figure. All the Taco Bell when you're a paralegal. No, that was McDonald's. Oh, no, Taco Bell. Yeah, those are the quesadillas. And the cinnamon twists. Yep. Yeah. Missed those days. Here go. I just asked you what's your favorite you White Castles. What are you going to be for Halloween? And That's a great question. What are the boys going to be for Halloween? All right, so Parker's going to be a skeleton. Okay. Um, did he random. pick it out or did you guys pick it out? He picked it out and it was the cheapest costume at Target. Nice. So I wasn't going to find That's a parenting out. win. I know. It's because the costumes I was picking out from like 30 bucks. Like I wanted him to be like Dash from The Incredibles. Yeah. Because they had a baby costume and like, oh, perfect. Um... And then Bryce is a monkey. So, up in Massachusetts, um, Liam. Oh, yeah. 
Liam's going to be a zombie. And Micah is going to be Chucky. I saw that. That looks good. It's so awesome. I'm that so looks excited. Good. What are you? I, so we haven't picked our outfits out yet. Um, we're I'm, gonna go out I'm tomorrow. Not allowed, we, we, I'm not allowed to talk about it until our party. I'm kind of upset I didn't order a Mighty Ducks jersey off the internet and quack. I wanted to be Charlie quack. Conway. Quack, quack. Well, you what can't be this? the kid from the Knuckle Puck guy, or you have to be addicted to heroin now. That's true. Can't be that guy. My next question. Goldberg. He wasn't the Knuckle Puck guy. The Knuckle Puck guy was. Yeah, because he's on. Knuckle Puck guy's on a... Two. He was... Keenan Thompson. He, yeah, he was from L.A. Yeah. Uh, what would you have done with the $1.6 billion if you would have won it? Paid off my school loans immediately. Well, besides that... Um, I'd probably not have a Honda Civic anymore. Yeah. I don't... I think I'd get a... I think I'd get a Jeep Wrangler. Is that super lame? No, it's not, actually, because you could trick that out. Like, yeah, nice. I know. Put some rims on it. I know. You blow. Raise you gotta it. take. You gotta raise rip. It. Oh yeah, raise it. You gotta rip all the carpet out of it and get it rhino lined it, oh. or linexed. That way, when you get in and out of Pretty it, nice flooding. sound system though. Oh yeah, where they couldn't steal it. Yeah. So Alex is buying some land out here. Okay. And uh, does does anybody really want to hear this? Is this this is what I was gonna do with the one point six billion dollars? Oh okay. It's a small parcel of a large lot, like three hundred and twenty five acres or something like mm-hmm. that. And he's only getting like three. He'd get the three twenty five then. Oh, I, I would have bought the rest of the three. <laughs> I would have had cows, and I would have had fainting goats, and I would have invited you over to sit on the back porch, drink beers, and scream at the fainting goats to watch them faint. With that kind of money, I feel like <laughs> the fainting goats. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, nothing. You want to come over, drink some beers, and watch the fainting goats? Yes. Um, I got good beers. I feel like I'd pr- probably try and buy into a team. I'd buy a brewery too. Ooh. And then you want to invest some of that money, you know? I'd invest it into a brewery. Not that, not that land isn't a bad investment, but I don't know. I mean, if you can buy your way into a team, I know one point six. Once they take out taxes and everything, it's not enough to it's actually like physically buy six hundred million or something. Yeah. Um, but you could still buy a piece. You could be a, a partial owner for I sure. Would think. You be usher. Usher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the NBA is not a bad place to be. Maybe we, you everybody's and I, making money in the NBA. Maybe we could have right brought an NBA team to Cincinnati, um, or an know. ABA, maybe. Um. So, I know you love the new look Lakers. So, what are your thoughts on the past week for the Lakers? As there's been fights, there's been yeah. spitting, there has been LeBron picking Chris Paul up like a little baby. Um, <laughs> they only have one win. LeBron's missing free throws. That. He also bought the Friday the 13th franchise. Have you seen LeBron's new free throw? You know, he went through 18 different situations like last year, I think they said. Or like he's gone through in like some super short amount of time. He's gone through like 18 different ways. Variations? Yeah. He, he steps back. Steps forward and shoots. He doesn't know what he's doing out there. I don't think he does. Um, so I watched the Lakers game on, was it Saturday night? When they had the fight? Yes, yeah. it was. I actually watched it as well. Because they were playing Houston. Mm-hmm. And Houston has a problem. And his name is mm-hmm. Gary Clark. And, and LA's got Lance. And well, That's true, too. Lance, Lance, the Lance. peacemaker Stevenson. How after, after he already drew a technical from somebody earlier. Yeah. How bad... Like, from James Harden, actually, he drew a technical. 
So Ingram got upset for no reason. He came through with a haymaker. That's why he got four games. Well, so he gets mad because he got fouled when he was trying to block a, a, a breakaway, right? Whatever. And then he... Skinniest dude on the court. Right. Then at any pushes, given moment. Who did he push? Paul? No, he pushed uh, Harden. Well, I don't know. Who he pushed he Harden from the back. Yes. So then Rondo... Paul has something to say about it. Then Rondo and Paul, who don't have any... I mean, there's no love lost there anyway. No, they hate each other. They hate each other. So it was apparently Rondo spits in Paul's face. I've seen... While he has a mouth guard in... I've seen a bunch of different angles, and I do not see spit the, in the face. The NBA released like some crazy high def where he actually tries to be slick about it and spits even though he has a mouth guard in. I haven't actually seen an angle I don't think myself. It. But I don't feel like they give a guy three games unless they actually have hardcore evidence. Well, he threw a punch. He did do that as he well. He threw a punch. And so then, yeah, so Paul puts the finger in the face, and Rondo starts. Three Stooges style. Ingram comes out of nowhere and starts landing haymakers on people. And then From here the comes top Lance. Rope. Yeah. And then here comes Lance Stevenson. Hey, guys, no, we shouldn't be doing this. As LeBron, who has a perfect opportunity to stick up for his teammates, who. Does not. They're all new. Instead, he, he to, grabs the banana boat buddy and coddles <laughs> him like a little baby across the court. Do you gotta you gotta think those players went in the locker room afterwards and were like, Bron, what did you, what was that about? I don't know that they talked to him. Do you have our back or not? I don't think they'd actually Rondo probably didn't talk to him at all. I also saw a sweet pass from Stevenson to Zoe. What about JaVale McGee's weird rat tail thing? JaVale McGee, I don't know about that guy. <laughs> I don't know about that guy. Also, Houston sucks. Oh, right. Uh did you see that today? Actually before I came over. Twitter's on fire right now because Houston offered four first-round picks for Jimmy for Butler. Jimmy Butler. Houston sucks. Houston. So we're, after the game, we're they, talking so they, much they, NBA. They right asked now. James Harden, James, what went wrong in that game? And his response. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's not what he said. I used to dash, date a Kardashian. Basically, what he they sh, what the reporter sh, what Doris should have said to James was, or James Harden was, James, why didn't Gary play? And James responded, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Huh. Okay, sorry. No more NBA. I All got right. a little passionate there. Yep. Your go. Uh, your favorite Halloween movie. And if you say what your wife would want you to say. No, I don't. Thank you. I don't really care for either of her two favorites, which happen to be Hocus Pocus and um, Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh. Oh, no, I don't even like that one. Um, Mine, I guess, is E.T. technically a Halloween movie? No. Don't they go trick-or-treating? Yeah, I guess it is technically a Halloween movie. I mean, as much as a Halloween movie can become a Halloween movie, I guess. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a pretty good one. It is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I'll go with that final answer. Final answer. So, what's some of your go-to hype music? Like, if we were still playing flag football, what would some of the tracks on your playlist be as you, like, either rode in or you were doing warm-ups on the field or whatever? I mean, so, when I'm I get in moods, so right now, so there, I got in a mood <laughs> last week. When Old Ed's coming out? Yeah, I got in a mood last week. Um, Mona Lisa. That's a good one. I told you. I'm still in Ringer. I'm still on Ringer with M. Mm-hmm. Um, marshmallow. I go hard. Um, <laughs> I still I still bang some uh, Jay-Z. 
Which album? All of them. Although I really like Meg, uh, Magna Carta. Magna Carta? Yeah. That's the one that I used to listen to every day when I went into so get down the gym when I was Jay-Z boxing. And JT? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, man. What else am I into? No Limp Bizkit. Oh, no. I'm still getting into some Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Maybe we can fly! <laughs> so, for <laughs> show secret, um, before, <laughs> show secret's before out. every show... We definitely get hyped to a little Limp Bizkit. We like, sure literally do. before every single show. It doesn't even make sense. It, there's no there's no denying it. I don't it. know. It's something about being in front of the microphones, and when we do our sound checks and what have you, we are always getting but I found that filter, and I was like, okay, this is good stuff right here. All right. You got one more? Or is I know it's your turn. That was my last one. That oh, was five. Um, but the hype music. I had one, and it just lost. Then I just lost, lost it. it. Yeah. Alright. Oh, are you getting Red Redemption too? Yes, I have to. And it comes out tomorrow. I know, I have to. If my wife's listening, I'm probably stopping by to pick it up on the way home from work. Are you going to Target? Either that or... Um, no, I'm not going to go to Target. I'll stop into a GameStop. Oh, and they're pick still up. open? Not on my way home from here. On my oh. way home from work, Maine. Oh, my bad. Yeah, because um, they'll still have like the... Um, I'm about to un- pre-launch with all the bonus perks and what have you. I saw a post on Facebook that said, uh, "Dear all employers, if you're if you get a high call off of people saying they're sick on Friday, they're it's not really too. sick. They're playing Red Dead Redemption Two. Signed, a person who couldn't get off on Friday. Mom, mom. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I will." won't really have much time to mess around with it at all tomorrow um, because I'll be setting up for the party this weekend. Yes, sir. So. What's this? <laughs> all right. All right. Hit me with that bum of the week. You're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. You are a bum. You're a bum. And that's all you'll ever be. A bum. Well, that hurts, man. So, we just made it through a whole episode with perfect audio. What you got for bum of the week? All right, so my bum of the week are the classmates of Teddy from Phoenix, Arizona. Have you heard about Teddy? I haven't heard about any of this. Teddy invited 32 of his classmates to his sixth birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. You want to tell, You want to know what happened? What happened? Not a was. single one of those 32 classmates showed up. Aww. There's a picture circulating the internet where he's sitting there with pizzas, sad, with plates. This poor kid, my son's birthday is in three weeks. If nobody shows up to his birthday party, people are getting unfriended on Facebook. For sure getting unfriended on Facebook. Man. Also, it's at Recreation Outlet, so it's going to be fun. But those kids are bums. Why would... Why would you not show up to a kid's birthday party? Why would his family buy all those pizzas if he's by himself? They thought these people were coming. When they don't, you tell them, Ixnay on the pizza pay. Well, the poor kid looks sad. I'm sure he does. The internet always comes to the aid of these kids, though. They sure did. The Phoenix Suns went ahead and made sure this kid had a happy sixth birthday, invited him to a game backstage, shook hands with the monkey... Got 
access to anything he wanted the at the Internet Phoenix Suns game. always finds a way to win these situations. I love it. They probably didn't even invite anybody to his birthday. They just wanted the Suns to... I don't want to believe that. <laughs> but, Teddy, happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, Teddy. You you did it. Happy birthday from Pardon the Punctuation. You did it. We're going to send you a... We don't have anything to send you. We don't you. have anything. No. Uh, my bum of the week. So, as a bitter Reds fan, it was going to be Joe Girardi. Because he came into town, he peaced out, wasted the Reds' time, wasted my time getting excited about Joe Girardi, wasted my energy getting excited about Joe Girardi, got my hopes up, and he never even intended to be here. And now it comes out that he wants to be the next manager of the Cubs after Joe Madden and his fake prescription glasses that he doesn't even have a prescription (laughs) for. He's just wearing them because it's hip and trendy. He wants to be... Anthony Rizzo's coach. Anthony Rizzo's original bum. We already know how I feel about Anthony Rizzo. I bet his back still hurts from carrying his team all the way into that play-in win where they lost in the opening round game in the wild card, and they lost. See ya. Go home. Same place as the Reds. Hey, by the way, Um, Anthony Rizzo, the Pittsburgh Steelers were able to stay at the West End and still beat the Bengals. Their backs hurt, too. Um, Probably. But... It's not Joe Girardi. Oh, whoa. Okay. Because it's Larry Davis for getting weird. Oh, okay. Well, that one took a weird turn. Yep. All right. So there's that. There's that. So. So let's get some beer. Let's get some beer. <laughs> what is in its fridge? Bah! Was that good? Uh, no. Not even a little bit. I thought it was good. Um... You want, that, you want that cider? I had cider last week. All right, so you don't want a cider. Um, you want a panther? Sure. Panther. And I can either have a tiger or crash. What do you want to drink next week? But uh, All right, I want this tiger. We'll go double Ryan guys next week. So... I have Christian Moorline's Bay of Bengal, double IPA, limited release can series because it's got that Hootay Tiger on it coming at Hude. you through the jungle. Go Hootay. Um, Go Hootay. What's going on with this guy? I don't think it has any type of what I want to know about it. Oh, that's not good. There's no percentages. There's no IBUs. It just is what it is. It is beer. Yes. Double IPA. So I have, from Ryan Geist, who doesn't make the FC Cincinnati beer, uh, Panther. Um, It is a robust porter. This milky yet sneaky smooth robust porter simmers with tones of milk, chocolate, and some other stuff that I can't pronounce. Sounds about right. Probably can't spell it either. 5.8% alcohol by volume, 28 IBU. Hey, you know what goes good? a good place where you should drink some Panther? Texas Forever Street. Texas Forever. Yo, everybody, listen up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's touch God. Let's drink some beer. Let's touch God. Although I am a Dylan Lyons fan, East Dylan Lyons, I still get down with those Dylan Panthers in the first two seasons. That was too big of a drink for a double IPA. Okay, I have to admit something. 
Um, in the past, I haven't liked Panther. Oh, you've had it before? Uh, a long time ago. Oh. Long time ago. Like, when Ryan Geist first came out. Oh, so you've had a... Your palate's been trained since then. I like this one. Good. Bill has always praised this one. I always told him it was crazy. Um, this is actually really good. I took a way too big of a first drink. On that. Oh, that's IPA. Double man. IPA. Bay of Bengal. So the guy who owns Christian Moorliner did an interview on Cincy Shirts' podcast. Christian Moorliner. Yeah, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting story. Interesting story. All right. Well, that's all I got. Like I said, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Give us a shout. Check out our website. I think my bio is updated, maybe. Yeah, it is. It updated last Excellent. Week. Um, I don't have anything else. Bill just said he's still done with the Bengals. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, for Ed, I'm Aaron. We out. Peace.